gentlemen in the cabin. This is your pilot speaking. Welcome to Flyover State University. Buckle up. Back in it, boys. Back in the saddle. Back in the saddle. So it's only been like three months or something since the last time. <laughs> Remember we how we said, on this. Yeah, we're going to rebrand, we're going to be way more consistent, and way everything more. will just be way better this time around, and then we'll promptly quit. But then you had a kid, and... So now it's my fault. It is your fault. Sort yes, of. it. And I just, you know... Just got Speaking down of kids, podcast. this is a good segue. Your life just got interesting. Did it? I oh, guess. Oh, we lost it. I'm <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> How fucking awkward would that be if right here, right now is where we break the news? Uh, just kidding, just kidding. And we're going to restart the episode now. We're sorry you guys had to hear that. No, no. It doesn't, like, like we've talked about, it doesn't even seem real until, like, I think it won't seem real until I know the gender. Because, like, I'm, like, in my head, I'm, like, oh, I'll be able to buy stuff for it. And then once I start buying stuff for it, it'll be... just accumulate this collection of clothes. It'll be real. But since we literally haven't bought anything for it yet, we're just sitting here waiting for the Yeah, it's still, like, this hypothetical thing that, like, isn't really happening. She's getting a little bigger, but, like, it's still not happening, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I... Yeah. Yeah, What the fuck? My wife is, like, a little bigger, but I don't know. We don't have any clothes yet, so it's not even real. <laughs> Dude, it's not fucking real until it happens. It's so weird. Yeah. Even like when we were checked into the hospital on the day that we were supposed to go into labor, I'm just like, what the fuck, dude? This. So I guess this is happening now. Yeah. I don't know. It just seems so awkward. I don't, being a dad just seems awkward, doesn't it? It, can, it fucking can be. Especially because I remember, like, I have a four year old now, but like, I still remember pretty freshly how it felt like when I first figured out, and you're at least in a better position than I was because you're actually married now. Like, yeah, me and my current wife, we were still on kind of shaky ground at the time we found out. Yeah, we were gonna have our son. So I'm like, fuck, dude, this is this just isn't how this is supposed to go down. I don't think. Yeah, you're supposed. But then to be I don't feel like you're ever prepared. I feel like that's this weird thing that people have in their mind. Like when you're a little kid, you just think whenever it's time for you to become a parent that you just have everything figured out, all the stars align and like, Oh, we should become a parent now. But like 1% of the time, is that the case? Yeah. I don't know. I always, I always was super safe, you know, whenever I fornicated before getting it in. Yeah. Before, before. So I never ever had like, I had one pregnancy scare in my entire life. Before I got with my wife and then like we, you know, tried before we got married, she like wanted to have a kid. And I was like, no, dude, like, why (laughs) Why would we we do that? Exactly. I was like, why would we do that? Calm down. Yeah. Like, like literally months before we, we got married, she was like, let's try, let's try. And I'm like, no, you want to be pregnant while (laughs) we're getting, we already have a date. It's like, it's one thing if it just happens to work out that way, but why would we actively seek for that to be the case? Exactly. So (laughs) I was just like, no, like, no, we can wait. And so, yeah, it all worked out and, and, uh, and for the best, I think, because I don't know that I feel like people don't really judge. It's just that thing in your head that like people are judging me because I had well, a baby that's like we everything in everyone's head. Like insecurity is the worst enemy to everyone. But I think it's a good thing to have that insecurity. Because yeah, especially like, in this particular situation. Yeah. Like, regardless of what society may or may not think, if it's in my head, at least I can actively try to make the right choice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, coupled with me just knowing, like, it's just stupid to have a baby before you're married, you know, just statistically yeah. it is. Well, and everyone knows that one person who whose motto is just like, well, I don't give a fuck. And, like, you can glance at that person and realize that that's their motto because they usually just don't take care of themselves. Like, they might be back and forth between jobs. Like, typically that I don't give a fuck person is pretty obvious to the rest of the that's world. That's pretty much me, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, I don't give a fuck. What are our rules? Nothing's real. I give a slight fuck every once in a while. Well, I'm not even talking about you. I'm just talking about those people who just don't try. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know. We all know know several in our hometown. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Some fucking losers. (laughs) Or the ones that try, 
like so minimally, like, I mean, I consider myself one of those people, but like the, like the people that never leave the hometown. Yeah. Uh, It's like you literally put no effort into life at all. If you couldn't even make it. (laughs) If I, if I stayed the shell station five more, five more years, they said I might make assistant manager. Like, dude, I went back home and I went to, uh, I think it's Circle K now. Yeah. Jump stop, what jump stop used to be. Casey's, whatever. The oh, fuck. it's Casey's. Yeah. yeah, it's Casey's actually. Gas station. Folks. And somebody in uh, that was like in my class or a year older than me was working there just like making pizzas. Mm-hmm. Well, what's bad is like I'm five years older than you and I've had that same situation happen <laughs> too. It's like I'll give your class a little bit of a pass. I mean, they've still been out, what, like five years now? Yeah, yeah. It's like they're they're trying, but like... I went to my 10-year graduation anniversary, like, last fucking summer. So if you're still at the local gas station, I'm sorry, but get your shit together. I tried so hard not to be judgmental. Like, who the fuck am I to tell someone how to live life? But just try. Just kind of try. Yeah. yeah. I mean, gas station, come on. At 10 years out of high school, I mean, come on. And these are the people (laughs) that will bitch about a minimum wage. It's like, dude, you should be beyond this by now. Like, Yeah. And it's like one thing if... Say you had the good job or you had things going for you. Maybe you get a divorce or something fucked up happens in your life and that forces you into the gas station. Maybe you were at a level higher than that and you drop down. That's a whole different fucking thing. But if like the gas station is the peak of your life so far, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, like I don't consider myself a complete loser, but I'm just like, uh, I probably, I probably you know, don't try as hard as I could. And I, you know, just have a very average job, but it's better than a fucking gas station. I mean, come come on, dude. Like, that's crazy to me. It's like, dude, I literally put no effort in and I just have a okay job. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you just kind of try, you can literally gradually coast your way slightly upward. All you have to do is put in applications and you yeah. know get it. I don't have a college degree it's so easy Well that's like I've told this fucking story countless times but it's still so powerful to me two jobs ago for me whenever I told them I was getting one of my other jobs it was kind of a stepping stone upward everyone there who I told I was getting that job replied with the same thing like oh lucky to be you like oh must be nice or shit like that I'm like no what do you mean lucky dude like this wasn't just some lucky, random, coincidental set of circumstances. Like, I just put it in an application. I went to an interview, and, like, now I have a better job. I, what the fuck about that is lucky? <laughs> like, have you applied anywhere? Well, no. What, what? How the fuck am I lucky and you're unlucky if you just haven't put it in an application? Exactly. You haven't tried. Exactly. Have you fucking Googled jobs? Anything. It'd be one thing if, like, you won the lottery or something. Yeah, that's like that that considered lucky. Actual, actual luck. Like, oh, I won a brand new car on the radio, you know? Yeah. But no, it's like, all I did was put on put in an application and then got an interview and got hired. That's Dude, not I was lucky. fucking pumping gas the other day and some businessman in a nice suit just walked up and said, hey, you look like you could use a new job. And I just, <laughs> now here I am. How cool would that be? That would be, be lucky. But no, you just, I fucking downloaded the Indeed app. I'm so lucky. Hey, have you heard of Google? We would love to yeah. have you part of our team. <laughs> Yeah. 120k a year sound good Dude, it blows my mind this is something i've been experiencing the past four years i look forward to when you get to experience this is the age-old judging other parents thing because you will find yourself doing that oh yeah so fucking frequently oh really anytime i'm in public and i see other parents i'm just like jesus oh i judge them Christ. right now dude, dude I, it will amplify so much worse i ever anytime i see a little kid acting up in walmart or something i just want to go and slap both of them like the kid and the mom it's just yeah that and like the counterpoint to that is a kid who's like slightly out of line but the mom is like super trashy and just yelling at it oh i've seen like, that the little kid will just point at some candy like no come on we gotta go what's wrong i'm gonna beat your ass like what the fuck lady what is wrong with you usually has some fucking name tattooed on her with an r.i.p under it and like (laughs) (laughs) so fucking trashy i fucking people watch too much it's a lost art it is and everyone claims to not do it but like 
Everyone does it. Too many as many people, people as there are out there, they're like, oh, you shouldn't judge people. Everyone fucking judges people. Oh, I, it's like I, built into our DNA to just silently judge. I fully admit I judge the hell out well, of Well, if people. we were in a tribe, as we grew up for all of humanity for the most part, if we were in a small little tribe organization, judging people helps you in that small community. Like if someone's not pulling their weight, everyone would agree like, hey, Maybe this person needs to get their shit together. They haven't built a fire in weeks. They haven't killed a fucking animal in weeks. They haven't picked any plants. Like, what the fuck are they doing? Yeah, he's over there in his tent masturbating all the time. (laughs) (laughs) What a loser. What's up with Jerry, guys? (laughs) That's probably when they decided, like, nah, dude, masturbation's a sin. Like, we had to go out here and (laughs) kill all these animals, and this dude's just... That's how I think of a lot of religious rules and traditions is like somewhere deep down along the line society decided that like we'd be better off if maybe this didn't take place or that didn't take place like the marriage thing like human beings are inherently jealous for the most part so somewhere along the line they got tired of people getting jealous and killing each other over women so they're like all right well fucking one guy to one girl just lock it down this will keep our tribe alive because we're so fucking sick of Rick coming home from work, catching his wife in bed with... Well, and yeah, and then rich people just like buying wives and shit, yeah. you know, and having like so many concubines and, you know, planting their seed everywhere, which way, you know, some poor folks like us, we wanted we wanted the some peasants snacks, want in on this action. Well. Exactly, dude. <laughs> You know, if Bill fucking, you know, owns his own business and he has like 30 wives and I'm sitting over here with no wife, dead end job, you know, that's how you get shooters, man. That's how you get shooters. That's how you get these incels out here. Incel. Yeah. (laughs) Those are the original incels. The the fucking peasant that was just, you know, raking leaves on the farm and, you know, I don't know. I, I, this is a weird segue, but... I've been listening to... Do you know the Chiefs running back, Larry Johnson? Oh, fucking Christ, yeah. Have you seen his Twitter? Yeah. He's like this crazy conspiracy theorist now. Yes, and like doomsday religious fanatic. It's hilarious. Like, he was so mad at Kanye West because like he was saying that this is the Illuminati like (sighs) trying to make Christianity like mainstream again so then they can yeah because that would if i were the devil what i would attempt to do is make christianity mainstream (laughs) yeah it all makes sense so anyway so anyways he said that so you know how nfl players like people like cam newton and russell westbrook they always have these ridiculous like pre-game and post-game outfits on like cam newton literally is dressed like mary poppins sometimes oh yeah this is extravagant like over-the-top rich people outfits, you mean? Yeah. He, like the dumbass suits that no one in their right mind would wear? Yeah, he was... Yeah, exactly. He was talking about how, like, it's the feminization of, of the black man, the black the black athlete. Like, yeah, we'll give you all this money, but we're going to trick you into, you know... Oh, look, at, I'm a dainty little English woman, <laughs> you know. Speaking of that, dude, uh, have you heard of Young Thug, the rapper? Uh, Yeah, I've heard of him. I don't I've know just heard stuff. random stories and shit about him wearing like women's clothing and stuff. And a lot of people are comparing it. I don't know if you ever watched that cartoon, The Boondocks. I've seen it a couple but, of times, but not <laughs> There much. was a character on that show called Gangstalicious. He was this fucking rapper, and he launched his own clothing line, and it had like purses and skirts and shit like that, and... That's probably as a like joke. Tr- yeah. yeah. It's starting to come true and it's so funny. But anyways, funny. anyways, Larry Johnson was saying that, that that's the modern day version of it. Back in the like when whites owned slaves and everything, the masters, this is so disgusting. The masters to feminize the uh the males, the black males, like the big ones, to like be like, no, you're still my bitch, they would fuck them in front of their family. Oh, fucking goddamn, dude. <laughs> As if I needed if I needed one more reason to like be disgusted with slavery. Like what the fuck is wrong with people? I just remember like me and me and uh Tejo and Dalton were like, no, dude, that doesn't make the black dude a bitch. That makes the slave owner a fag, dude. Yeah, like there's nothing <laughs> that just kinda has the reverse effect. 
Like, hey, you queer, I'm gonna fuck you. Yeah, like... What? what? <laughs> yeah, wait, what? what? Huh? I don't know, I don't follow your logic. <laughs> so weird, so weird, but... uh Dude, that's so fucked up, like... I don't think our generation can even fathom, like, what that must have been like. No. And it infuriates me, like, the LGBTQ, F, fuck, whatever movement now plus however many letters they just, just say plus chris just you plus. don't have to make a mockery out of it <laughs> but uh i've heard so many like activists and extremists granted this is the minority one percent of the group but like compare what they're going through to slavery i'm like yeah. what the fuck's the matter with you yeah they're you guys are not enslaved they're stupid dude they're just so fucking stupid it's like not even close you have an iphone yeah you have an iPhone. Yeah, slavery must have been hard. You can tweet about iPhone. it. Yeah. yeah. It, it's just so stupid. It's so stupid. But yeah, the feminization of the black man. I mean, it is like weird watching these NFL players, like these tough, these super tough guys yeah. dress like fucking Oh, bitches. Jesus Christ, dude. I just thought of something. Did I send you that tweet the other day? It was a tampon commercial, but like... It was a bunch of men with tampons in and like it was reversing the role. Like this guy was in the locker room, like asking for a tampon. And in one scene, the dude's walking around in his underwear with the tampon string hanging out. And like the message, I don't know what the fuck the message was exactly. It wasn't super clear, but at the end it's like, maybe we'd care a little more if we all had them in re- reference to periods. But it's like, it made me so fucking uncomfortable to watch. Dude, it's it's so. Ugh. It reminds me of uh, of four uh, chan. They you know they sent out all these memes to like get people to actually do it, but uh, to get women to like bleed out like, down their legs and shit. yeah down their to, legs like, and pro- shit. I think that was somewhere in like the UK to protest some tax on like feminine products i think well exactly it started on 4chan as a joke but it gets picked up by these you know it's kind of like the okay symbol you've heard Mm. about that and uh god there was another one they were trying to do it oh the peace symbol they were trying to uh turn into a hate symbol too all as a joke but just to get these left-wing outlets fucks like you believe it yeah oh my god dude that um Disney World thing where that dude lost his job because he threw up the OK symbol. I don't know the entire context behind that, but what I do know is he was dressed up as like a villainous character from a Disney film, kind of like a comedic villain, so he's not to be taken seriously. What I gathered from that was he was doing the little prank like, haha, made you look. Do you know what I'm talking about? I know. The guy yeah. from Minions did the OK symbol, yeah. and the family complained that it was a hate symbol, and he fucking lost his job but like my first instinct when i looked at that's like no i used to do that in high school haha made you look now i'll punch you if i were a disney super villain who was like a kind of comedy villain yeah that would be like it would make sense that i would do that symbol as a prank in someone's photo like haha made you look i'm a disney villain yeah that whole thing is so like I said, I don't know the context. I don't know how deep that goes, but from a surface level observation, that's exactly what I thought. So where the fuck these people are getting that that was a hate crime from some re- is beyond me. Some reporter was at a Cubs game uh, reporting, and somebody in the stands did that behind him. And uh, the Cubs general manager was like, that is a disgusting symbol, and like banned the dude from the stadium for doing the okay Speaking symbol. of banned from stadiums... Did you see the most recent news at like the World Series games? Those girls flashed the oh, camera that was a, and got that fucking was banned. Dude, that was brilliant. I love that, dude. I love that. I think everyone who's a fan of sports loved that. Well, it's just like baseball sucks and it's so freaking yeah, like, boring, anyways. That you know, they weren't slightly offended that they were banned either. They're like, yeah, Fuck yeah, this is awesome. You guys just gave us free marketing exactly. for this company we just started. And yeah. I mean, I would not. I did not watch two seconds of the World Series, but I watched four or five seconds of those. Yeah, I watched titties. several highlights of that. Exactly. So, I mean, just ridiculous. Just ridiculous. What What's your feelings about the whole NBA and China stuff? Have you seen any of that? Have you heard of that? Have you heard the? I've news? heard that there's some sort of controversy. I don't know what the fuck the details are at all. It's basically that China is a communist country, and you know they are. 
they have like Muslims in concentration camps right now and fucking Fuck. yeah like literally if you speak out against the government at all you can be put in a concentration camp literally South Park made fun of yeah I saw the South Park like parody of it but I I didn't know the real issue so I'm sure a lot of the jokes kind of went over my head so basically Hong like you've heard about the Hong Kong protest and shit right like that's another one like on a surface level i've heard of it but i they're literally had no impulse to millions millions out in the streets singing the star spangled banner okay with, yeah yeah i did see with that. Uh, american flags and shit like that so the whole nba controversy is the uh rockets general manager which a general manager is basically just someone who makes the decisions for the team decides to trade a player or sign a player or you know, whatever. He tweeted out in support of Hong Kong. It was literally like, just, it wasn't like something like, I stand with Hong Kong, I support. He just said like, movements like, enlisted some, and Hong Kong was one of them. So it was like one of many in a list? I think so. I, I don't have the tweet in front of me, so I can't specifically remember, but he just said that. Well, China got wind of that and got fucking pissed and took all Rockets memorabilia out of China. And threatened to pull out of the NBA, like deals with the NBA in all and all fairness, this shit. Wasn't that memorabilia probably all counterfeit anyway? Like their copyright well, rules over there are so fucked. NBA actually does a lot of business with China okay. because so it's like the legit. Yeah, yeah. If you talk to any Chinese person, like it's always a joke in uh, on Missouri State. We would go to that co- campus, and anytime you saw an Asian, you'd just go Kobe because they knew Kobe Bryant. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because all of them know NBA players. So, fucking LeBron James, since he has a lot to lose because he has all those shoes that get sold in China and he's a mega star in China, he basically, like, talks shit on the Rockets general manager saying, like, he shouldn't have used his free speech in that way. I mean, we have the right to free speech, but that doesn't mean you don't have the right, uh, you don't have consequences for your free speech and shit. Fuck off, dude. Go promote another Taco Tuesday, LeBron. Which is hilarious because LeBron always talks shit on like social issues here in America. Yeah. And ca- calls the free speech argument anytime yeah. he gets called out on it. So it's just, it's a whole double standard that all these companies have that support all these social justice movements. Yeah, everyone, dude, like anything you can talk shit on about America is free game. But the second you mention a minority from another country, you're some sort of fucked up person that gets banished to the underworld. Yeah, if you talk shit on the Chinese fucking government... Somehow you're the bad guy. The here. only people in favor of the Chinese government are the people within the Chinese government. And the businesses doing deals with them, yeah. like Nike. Like, and LeBron, he's a part of Nike. Yeah, I tell you, know? you, doesn't support the Chinese government, the fucking Chinese people. <laughs> exactly. They don't give a fuck. So we're supporting, you know, because I support the Hong Kong, we're supporting the actual people of Hong Kong and of China. And all these businesses are saying that. You know, we should give them a pass because they're they're a different culture than us and we don't understand the politics. No, we understand that they're fucking dicks to their people. So as Americans, we can use our free speech to stand up for those fucking people. It reminds me so much of our relationship with Saudi Arabia. Like, just sweep some shit under the rug. Like, nothing to see here. They're kind people we're gonna keep doing business with them they're fine yeah nothing like, wrong over there they buy a lot of defense weapons from <laughs> yeah, from america there's nothing wrong with those people that's my one big issue with trump is that he he loves saudi arabia but every every historically does. that seems to be the case every president does it pisses me off it's because they buy so much in military weapons and if you want the military on your side as a leader you have to support saudi arabia because and they have all the oil and all that and because they make us so much money it's it's ridiculous i i fucking hate saudi arabia they didn't even let women drive until like two years ago yeah you know and probably based off a lot of u.s pressure if i had to guess yeah well yeah left to their own devices i don't think saudi arabia would have just willingly came to that conclusion without i guess they have a world i guess they have a new like a brand new like prince or king or something that's super compared to like their other muslim you know leaders he's super liberal like yeah. 
He at least thinks they it's should so be fun. able to drive. It's like the definition of liberal over there is like, yes, women can drive. <laughs> Meanwhile, over here, the definition of liberal is like, you can claim to be a fucking cheetah and sue your workplace if they don't let you shit in the hallway. The definition of liberal over here is you need to get a vasectomy and let your wife fuck every fucking minority group there is. <laughs> Dude, the world has gone fucking insane. I don't understand it. I do under I I sort of understand it because no one has any fucking order at all and they all live in chaos and they're like totally cool with it and then they wonder like why is everybody else chaotic? I thought I was the only one that's chaotic, you know? Like, I don't know. It's it's terrible out there. Everybody every every day I see a new video on fucking Twitter of some wild shit going on that's just completely disgusting that I'm just like how is this happening? Like I saw this video of a of a black uh, woman substitute. I think it was a woman substitute teacher, literally just beat the fuck out of this kid. Like literally hit him like three or four times. Threw his face down. He was in the desk. Threw his face down and then stomped on his fucking head. Jesus. I mean, she got arrested, but I'm just like, what possessed you to do that? How does how does you know? But then it's like high school kids are kind of assholes. I get that, but, and uh, yeah, I mean. I saw a video last night. It was in, I'm wanting to say a Popeye's chicken, but please don't fucking think I'm racist if I'm wrong. But they were in some sort of fast food restaurant, majority black people in there, black people behind the counters working, black customers. There's one lone white woman in there being a cunt. I'll give her that. Like she was being a fucking bitch. Let the N-word slip. So as predicted, like kind of a miniature riot broke out. So there was another camera outside of the store watching her leave. When she went to leave, the dude from behind the counter who she called the inward to came out, picked her up like five foot off the ground and body slammed her on the ground, like easily could have fucking killed her. Talk about and the, the Twitter community is like cheering, like, yeah, fuck that racist bitch. It's like, I get it. I get your frustration. She was a racist bitch. Like, I don't agree with her just being a cunt, but like, you can't just murder someone in the parking lot because yeah. they said an offensive word to you. Talk about the top five places not to say the N word. <laughs> Popeyes yeah. is number, at yeah, least number three. Fuck? At least number three. But yeah. Like I said, I completely get it. And she was a fucking idiot in a lot of ways. She kind of had it coming, but. At the same time, we can't applaud someone nearly murdering someone out in the parking lot. Yeah, the only way, the only way that I think that words, you know, words should be like acted upon like, like that is if she literally directly threatens you, like, I'm going to fucking kill you. Yeah. Then it's like, beat the shit. I don't care. Yeah. Like if she literally is threatening your life or threatening your child's life or something like that, kill her. I don't care. Yeah. Like you let you said that that's on you like they're you know yeah, or you're pointing can be perceived in a yeah, number of different ways threatening and, someone like that. I don't like no one can call me a bad enough word to where I'm just going to be like okay, I'm fucking killing her now. I'm I'm going right. to attempt to murder. But I'm not a violent person some or you know at all. Like someone could call me a pussy right to my face and I would just be like okay, dude. Like, I don't <laughs> cool. Cool, dude. Like Yeah. I just think if you act like, and you know, there is a line. You don't want someone, you're a fucking pussy bitch. You're a pussy bitch, you know, right in your face. Yeah, just, all right, bro, chill. You know, but if you're so thin-skinned that someone calls you one little word that, like, you're ready to throw down. Yeah, well, that's like the other day on Twitter, I had a fucking verbal discussion with some dude. There's an endless supply of fucking so-called promoters out on Twitter. If you were an underground artist of any kind, you will just get DM'd constantly of people like, hey, bro, if you got 50 bucks, I'll retweet you. I'll do... And, like, they'll have 40,000 followers and maybe two likes per post. Like, they just don't get any engagement. But they'll still be like, oh, I got 70,000 followers, dude. For 70 bucks, I'll retweet your shit or, like, I'll promote you for a week. So, dude reached out to me. I could tell right away it was one of those situations like, hey, man, what's up? I got connections with this, 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 started name dropping people. So, yeah, bro, I can work with any budget, so let me know if you want to work. Well, I was at work, so I didn't respond immediately. About 10 minutes later, he sent me a question mark. Still didn't reply because I was at work and didn't see it. 30 minutes after that, he sent me and dot, dot, dot. 
So finally I reply, I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude, chill. That's all I said. And he's like, the fuck, man, fuck you. And I'm like, dude, I'm at work. I didn't see your messages. Just give it a second. He's like, all right, bro, sorry, but I'll fuck you up, dog. And I'm like, what? You're not going to get money from me. Like, you're in California. I'm in Missouri. Like, what do you mean you'll fuck me up, dog? Just fucking chill. You were in the wrong here. Just stop goddamn bugging me for money. I saw you post that. I literally thought that dude was just kidding. I, I don't know how someone could be that big of a douche. No, he was that big of a douche. I have I don't know who the fuck that guy is. What a fucking He loser, followed me dude. that day. The second I followed him back, he sent me a sales pitch message, which I didn't reply to. And then he just kept... It's like he was impatient, like, fuck, I want my money. Like, and? So, are you interested? It's a hello. And I'm like, bro, just fucking chill. I didn't see your message. Goddamn, I'm not going to pay you money to promote you on your bullshit platform. That's where I would just start trolling him, like, non Oh, he blocked me. Uh, of course he did. And then one of the other people I followed sent me a screenshot of him. He posted some shit, like, soon after our little interaction that said, like, treat others how you want to be treated. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about, dude? You just blocked me because you were talking shit, and now you're preaching the golden rule. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Treat others like you would like to be treated. Like, imagine some hothead loser like that, like, actually thinking that, like, you know, I, I would want to someone to want to throw down if I didn't respond to their DM. <laughs> yeah. you know? Like, that's fucking so <clears throat> stupid. It's like, dude, I've never fucking met you, like... You literally just followed me. We've had zero interactions, and you start off our online relationship by throwing a sales pitch at me. What the fuck is the success rate of that tactic? Like, how many people are just like, well, you got all these connections? Yeah, here's $50. Jukes up PayPal? Like, you gotta be a goddamn <laughs> retard to just mindlessly give some fucking stranger $50 in hopes of, like, blowing up overnight. Yeah, can you imagine, like... Somebody's actually did that for him, too. For fucking sure. And they haven't blown up at all. You <laughs> Not know? A so it's like, like I said, I scrolled through the dude's feed before he blocked me, and like none of his posts had any sort of like hype behind them. Like just people just legitimately didn't give a fuck when he made a tweet. Just two likes and ugh. Fucking For the price like of $50, that. I can retweet you and get you two likes and a comment. You got to think that's probably how he like makes his living. You think, yeah. like, and shitty artist. So pissed off that I didn't go for it. Yeah, I yeah. fucked his day up. Like, he that probably seventy dollars might have been his daily income. Probably wanted to go get that new Popeye sandwich, and he's like, <laughs> "Fuck, dude! Like, I need, I need that fifty. No, that's weird. That's weird. I don't know. I don't really know where to go with that. It's like that's online so panhandling, essentially." It really is. It reminds me of those fucks on the corner of every intersection in town that you see with the cardboard sign, but like an online version. Hey, man, I can get you some promo. If you just throw me 20 bucks, I'll retweet you. Like, get the fuck out of my face. I don't know who you are, dude. We've talked about this. Go away. We've talked about this before on here, but so many of them now have like, oh, just being honest, this is beer money. Oh, I see a guy... Every day when I'm leaving work, he's at the same intersection that says "too ugly to prostitute." Yeah, yeah, and people Fuck off. and it pisses me off because people's like, "Oh, I haven't seen that one." A lot of times they're just asking for money, so I'll probably give them a dollar. Yeah. I'm like, "No, you're yeah." You're if it was stupid. your first time driving past that intersection, you'd be like, "Oh, he's clever," but I literally see him there every fucking day. So yeah. I'm like, "At least make a different joke, dude. Switch it up." Yeah, no, that, I'll never... And yeah, if you're dumb enough to think that's funny, like, you deserve to fucking lose your money to that guy. I'm trying to remember, did I tell the story about, uh, I don't know if I've told it since we've restarted the podcast or not, about my last weekend in Atlanta? Yeah, you've told it, but not on our, yeah, go for it. Okay, so, my last weekend in Atlanta, I'm about to move back to Missouri, and... You know, I'm pretty tight on money because I have to I have to pay my last month's rent for Atlanta yeah. and then I have to turn around and pay rent for Missouri and I have to pay all the expenses it it costs to move, you know, U-Haul and all that stuff. So, I'm really tight on money at this point. So, it's like my third to last day at at my job and I stop at the gas station and uh as I'm walking in, 
this fucking guy comes up to me and I never, ever help, you know, homeless people. I just think they're the scum of the earth. Line them up, shoot them all. I don't care. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> that took a turn for the worse. <laughs> no, but... <laughs> Holy shit, man. Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> no, but, well, especially since this guy. Anyways, so I'm uh, I'm walking in. He's like, hey, man, can I, uh, can you get me something to eat? I'm just starving. Like, we, we ran out of gas. I have kids. I have children in the car. And I always say no, but since he said he had children in the car, I was just like, he pulled on my heartstrings a little bit to where I'm like, dude that sucks like if you if this dude really had and he didn't look super homeless you know he wasn't completely dirty and it was cold out so i was like yeah like fuck it bro why not why not so or i can't remember if it was cold out or not i may have just added that we'll say it was cold out as cold as it gets i don't think i don't think it was at all (laughs) i think i just lied right there (laughs) you're just embellishing your own story it was fucking cold dude i could tell he had frostbite I totally caught yeah, myself in a, I totally caught myself in a lie. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, but he definitely said he had kids. I know he said right, that. That part we're clear on. <laughs> so anyways, he's like, hey man, can I just get like a bag of chips? And bag of bag of chips is a lot of money at a gas station because they yeah, you know it's so that much. Markup. So I'm like, sure, dude. So he grabs a chip, grabs a chip, and he's like, Oh, I'm just gonna get a two liter of soda too. That'll feed us all. I was like, okay. So we get up with his chips and then he goes back to get a two liter. This two liter is another bag of chips and two 12 packs and 12 packs at a gas station are like $7 a piece. Oh like, yeah. It's a shit ton. And he brings it up there and I said, and like the lady is on the phone, like while she's ringing this up she's like, you got all this. And I just wanted to be like, no, I don't have all this. Fuck don't. What the hell? Like this dude just completely screwed me over. But I was just in one of those frantic situations that I didn't want to say yes, no because awkward. there's a line of people behind me and I'm not just going to get in a dispute with this guy with a bunch of people <laughs> waiting on me. So I was just like, uh, duh. And, uh, and I just like walked back and then I saw him. He picked up everything, walked put it on the corner by the gas station and walked back and started asking other people as they walked in, you know, like, can you give me some money? We need some money, you know? And dude, I was like, so disgusted. I'm like, yep. Homeless people line them all up, shoot them. I don't care. Fuck them. I hate them. Fuck this guy. I hate him. I, that guy made me not care about poor, dude, poor people. One at year at the St. Patrick's day parade downtown, I went down there probably 9, 10 in the morning, just got super fucked up, as you should at a St. Patrick's Day parade. Yeah. Around noon or 1, after the parade's over and everyone's fucking mingling, I'm just chilling on the sidewalk. There's just hundreds of people fucking everywhere. Like, it's a parade. Like, it's exactly how you'd picture a parade to be. There's fucking just people everywhere. These two, like, meth-head-looking folks walk by, guy and a girl... He walks up to me and my group. He's like, hey, man, you guys got any spare change or spare money, any cash at all, man? My old lady got her ass beat last night with a baseball bat. (laughs) So, like, already, even as drunk as I am in my mind, I'm like, what the fuck is our money going to? Like, does she need stick? Like, where, why do you need money? Because she got beat up. That sucks that that happened. Like, are you going to fund a time machine so you can go back and, like, not get her ass beat? Not to mention the ladies beside him and looks fine. She doesn't look like someone who got beat with a baseball bat <laughs> the night before. So I kindly decline. And by kindly decline, I, I probably said some drunk shit. But at any rate, I was like, nah, man, I don't have any cash. Sorry. So the fucking little meth head guy walks by. And the girl, as on her way walking by, looks at me. She's like, how the fuck do you sleep at night? <laughs> so Sound me asleep, being bitch. blacked out drunk i'm like oh i'm sorry i hurt your feelings i was really hoping i could sleep with you <laughs> so she starts freaking the fuck out screaming causing a scene as you would expect the guy comes storming back over asking what happened and like i thought there was gonna be an altercation there definitely wasn't though because they were just fucking meth heads exactly. tweaking they mentally scurried off but i'm like fuck you guys I'm the bad guy now because I don't have money for your bullshit story. Even exactly. if I gave you $10, what the fuck damages would that fix? Your girlfriend, she didn't get beat up with a bat last night. I'll fucking pretend that she did. 
where the fuck is my $10 going? You going to buy her some Advil? You fucking cunts. Fuck you guys. Oh, I hate people like that. I hate people like that. It's like, what? I don't get why you get to not work and not, you know, provide for the people that you love, but somehow I do and have to provide for you too, or else I'm an asshole. How does that work? I don't see why I got to work. They're just sitting around and get paid. <laughs> I heard all the fire. <laughs> Theory of a dead man, Theory folks. Theory of a dead man. Uh, Anytime you start off a song with, I hate all of the hobos. <laughs> like, bro, did you even try? Like, uh, I can't imagine just sitting down at my fucking table with my notebook out because, like, I write songs pretty frequently. I can't imagine sitting down to write a song and my first line is, I hate all of the hobos. <laughs> and then just running with it. I hate all of the hobos. It's like, even if that line came out, I'd be like, what the fuck, dude? But, like, he's like, okay, I think I'm onto something. Let's see where this takes me. That sounds like just something because we have this, like, thing in our group of friends where we just make up rock lyrics and that literally sounds like something i would say like we were doing that with country songs the other day and i said i got a big truck you got a little truck i can bring my big truck over (laughs) you know like hey partner you chopping some wood i got a bigger truck i'll help you out i'll help help you right out oh you got some beer bring it on over in your big old truck you know like it just, yeah, for real, that sounds like a parody song, and like that song was massively successful. Yeah, dude, it's like it's crazy. It's things like that that make me think, like, dude, I I could write a parody al- album and maybe get you know noticed. <laughs> yeah, it's like that Wheeler Walker guy. Like his parody stuff is so good that it's like, dude, yeah. this is almost- and he's such a good troll too. Because anytime I've seen him on interviews, he like. He acts pretend offended that his album like charted on the comedy charts. Like he'll be like, man, I don't fucking know. It's bullshit. My manager was telling me that we're number one on the comedy charts. And like at first I was pissed. I'm like, why the fuck are we on the comedy charts? But he's like, well, we're number one. So I'm like, well, I mean, I guess we are number one. But I'm like, dude, don't act like you didn't fucking make a comedy record. <laughs> I love it. I love like, it. Like if you heard it, Summers in Kentucky. Yeah, I love that The first like song. minute and a half of that song sounds like a real song. And then just out of left field, he's like, oh, fuck. What is that oh. super sexual line he just opens up with and just... I can't remember. I can't remember. But I remember because I... I remember my girlfriend's brother got in the car with me and I just played that song number one because like <laughs> that's it starts off so like It sounds like just a modern like country track. You're like, fuck, I don't really like country, but this is like pretty cool. Like this is a decent song. And then just suddenly, like, what the fuck just I, happened? That song Fuck You Bitch, like that song is actually really yeah. relatable. You know, oh, fuck yeah. your dog. I hope he never comes, comes home. home. <laughs> But no, uh, if you guys have never go look up Wheeler Walker Jr. That shit is so funny. I saw him live, dude. I saw him Where live at? in Atlanta, dude. It was great. Oh, I dude. brought Brandon to that show. My oh, brother, God. dude. He was I can't pissed. picture him being there. He was pissed. He did not want to go at all. But it was like you know, he was my only friend in Atlanta. So I'm like, you're coming with me. Dude. I just went alone, dude. I went to so many concerts alone. Actually, in fact, when I lived in Kansas City with Brandon and our old roommate, Tim, I went to at least two concerts alone that I know of because they were in their own fucking little clan yeah. doing their own bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, the white hoods and all that stuff. Fucking. Clans. Well, sorry, we can't go to the goddamn concert with you. We're playing W.O.W. tonight. <laughs> W.O.W. Yeah, what? <laughs> whatever the fuck. World of Warcraft. No, not even that. Dungeons, Dungeons Dragon, D&D. D&D yeah. W-O-W, D&D. <laughs> w- the fuck w- ever the kids W-O-W sounds like a wrestling organization. <laughs> we're, go, we're here back at W-O-W, folks. Uh, Welcome to W-O-W 25. No, do you remember that? Do you remember that party at uh, my brother's house that I came to like in high school? You mean at my house also? But well, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I just thought of it as my brother's house because yeah, yeah. I was a kid. Uh, but I just remember he did not party with us at all. And one one part of the night, he just c- came out and he said, the freaking door is open and the air's on? What the hell, Chris? Yeah. Like, got all pissed off. And, and I'm there's just like, like 30 people in the room and he just singles me out. 
<laughs> yeah. The yeah. fuck, dude? <laughs> you sounded like your parents. Trying to play 2K and the goddamn air's on and the door's open. <laughs> uh, these, like, not to mention the people. I was like, dude, chill, man. Just like, come have a fucking drink, dude. Yeah. Dude, one night, there's been several funny nights with him, but one night in particular, there was two girls. Granted, they weren't like tens by any means. They were solid sevens. But uh, two girls were like knocking on his door, like trying to lure him out. He opens his door and they're like, oh, are you playing the new Call of Duty? He's like, yeah. And they're like, can, do you mind if we come play with you? He's like, I only have one controller. <laughs> and just trying to close the door on him. Like, what in the fuck are you doing, dude? I only have one controller. Wow. That, that might have not even been the excuse, but it was something like, sorry, fucking shit out of luck, broads. Shit out of lucks. But it's like, bro, they, granted, like I said, they're not tens, but like, there are two fucking females in the vicinity that are like into you playing Call of Duty while the rest of us are partying and you just... Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's an opportunity missed right uh, there. Fucking tomato, tomato, you know? That was back when you had the lip ring, Chris. I'm sorry to bring that up. <laughs> Dose. Double both sides. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah, God. at one point. <laughs> I remember one time... that this The is a, basketball game we were at. Like, you were at a basketball game, and I showed up with those. You're like, oh, dude, I like your lip rings. And I'm like, oh, really? Nope. <laughs> nope. But what were you going to say? I was literally going <laughs> to say that. Yeah. yeah. I didn't remember it at a basketball game. I thought it was I thought it was at your apartment. With no, my it, was, it was at, like, a public setting, like, either oh. a basketball or a volleyball game. So there was, like, several people around. Damn, now I feel bad now. You shouldn't. I needed a wake-up call. <laughs> it was funny, though, because you'd always be like, I get hella pussy with these. It didn't hurt. It didn't hurt. But well, there's like a very specific demographic. I was about to say that. that lip ring. Yeah. And attracts. Probably the and like, style of I wasn't mad at that were, demographic. Exactly, exactly. My Chemical Romance, uh, Good Charlotte. Well, fuck off, for one, but... <laughs> That was so funny when I was trolling you on Twitter the other day and I just said good Charlotte over Chris Goins. Dude, you you pissed me off with the Kanye West hate. Let's I jump into it. Let's jump into it. Let's this will be second podcast in a row I've gotten into the Kanye discussion. Good, because I didn't listen to that other because I said I don't give a fuck what you have to say about it, Chris, but now I do since I'm here. Okay. Well, here we are. Okay. Here the fuck we here are. We here we are. I will defend my man Yay to the very listen. end. Okay. Look me in the eye and tell me that you liked the way that CD sounded. I lo- no. Go. I did not like the way. I fucking loved oh, the Jesus way. I loved Christ. it. And the more I listen to it, the more I love it, too. I just can't. Case closed. I fucking Why? can't. I can't continue this discussion. Why? You're not living in reality. I am living in reality. Listen, slap any other artist's name. Say that album was like Jesus is King by Chad Taylor. Chad? It was the exact same album, but Chad Taylor wrote okay, and produced it, it. And it's the exact same thing, and it sounds like Kanye West. Yeah, but everything. it's some cat named Chad Taylor no one's Chad, ever heard of. Chad Taylor? I mean, first of all, I would have never listened to it because I would have never known about it at all. Fair. So that's one. But if I'm going to count that as a point in my favor. No, no, no. But if you said, hey, dude, check this Chad Taylor out. Who the Chad Taylor guy? He has this really album. cool Christian album out. You should check it out. I might have given it a chance. I probably... Here's the thing, I though. I would have never made that statement because I wouldn't have thought it was a really cool Christian album. Okay. Well, I'm just saying I would have never... Because I don't look up independent artists. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know... Now, uh, let me... If Kendrick Lamar... And I'm not a big fan of Kendrick Lamar, but if he released an album called Jesus is King, I mean, I'm, I was raised Christian. I would always think that's cool. Yeah. Well, I, see, that's not even the part. Like, it's not even a knock on religion. It's just the album wasn't that good because like there's dudes like Lecrae. Have you ever heard of Lecrae? I've, I've heard of He's that. a Christian artist and like he makes like fucking solid music. Like it's really good. Like you can tell that a lot of time and effort is put into this music and like, it's just solid. The what I heard when I heard the Kanye version was like almost like just a bunch of recycled church hymns and stuff with like a few modern beats and stuff added to him and he just called it his own work but it just sounded like every other fucking church song I've ever heard in my life with just like some modern beats attached to him. See, I like it didn't sound like an authentic Kanye West production. It sounded like him just being like I remember hearing stuff like this in church. I'm going to call this my own song now. I get I I don't know. 
I've been to church. It's like modern hymns, you know what I'm saying? And that's a good thing to me. Modern hymns is a good thing to me. Yeah, but that's it just didn't sound like an authentic artist. Like it just sounded like kind of a recycled, like like a reboot. A reboot of what? Fucking every goddamn church song I've ever heard in my life. This was like the modern day live action Lion King version of every church song I've literally ever heard. I, I see. I don't agree with that at all. That's just me. I mean, I don't think I, we'll ever come to a middle ground sang, on this. Discussion. I have been, sang so many church hymns and so many church songs like that. I just, I. To well, yeah, me, it's like if I were to tell you like metal band A is different from metal band B, you'd be like, "This sounds the same to me." Like you obviously have an ear for it that I don't because you've been way more exposed to that genre of music. Yeah. So like to me, every church song does sound the same. So that's probably where I'm coming with this comparison from. Yeah, I where guess. Like, you're like, oh yeah, the guy's screaming, there's heavy drums, there's a lot of guitar. Yep, yeah, it's a metal song. To me, it just literally sounded like a Christian rap album, which I thought that's what he was going for. See, I did, there wasn't that even much rap in it. Like, it was just... I guess. There's I mean, just a bunch of shit going on that I didn't like. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. You know, I love this new Kanye. See, listen, like, I love Ye first, too. When you all first started getting argumentative, I thought to myself, like, they're for sure trolling me. No. Like, there's no way they no. legitimately like this. They're fucking no, we, with me, and, like, I'm the idiot because I believe them. No, I love it. No, I... It makes no and sense. And the more I listen to it, the more I love it, too. Like, I... Whenever I first heard it, I was like, uh, I don't know. This is okay. Yeah. It's not great. There's I mean, that's some fair because like there's people out there who love Pantera. There's some like, corn there were some corny lines I thought in it whenever I first listened to it. Yeah. And I'm also like anytime some like a big artist like releases a Christian song, you're always like, Yeah, but it says shit and like he's talking about pussy and titties and like the next song, you know. I thought it was good the entire album. There's no curse words. Yeah, he did stay cohesive in that regard. Like I said, if he was going to make a Christian album, he He did go all in and just dive headfirst into it. Yeah. I respect that, but like I just didn't like it that much. See, I I thought it was good. I thought Closed on Sunday was. I've just heard him at his best, and I know that's not it. Like I expect if Kanye West, if he was going to go off and make a Christian album, it would just be phenomenal. Like I, because I've seen Kanye at his peak. Like, I do like Kanye West. I'm not a Kanye West hater by any means. But to me... I fucking like a lot of the stuff he does. No matter what he did, if it was Christian, I think you wouldn't like it. No. See, like I said, I like Lecrae. He's a Christian artist. Like, I don't give a... That's not the issue. Uh, It just wasn't good music to me. I get what was. G-O-O-D, dude. His his recording. (laughs) (laughs) No. No. uh, But see, I didn't like 808 and Heartbreaks when I first heard it either. I fucking hated it, actually. Like, I thought it sucked. I... Like literally yeah, thought see, Kanye that one, sucked now and it, it was, was just terrible. like a different vibe than you used to. That was like the first time he really just threw a And that's what I think this is. Style. I think that it's like a different vibe than what you're used to. Yeah. And he's an artist, he's gonna change. He, he's yeah, the, see, like all of that I respect. He is the I artist in it. the truest form to where he's not gonna be Kanye like you thought he was, you know, like life is Pablo uh and uh and yay. They don't even sound like the same artist almost. Oh, yeah. And then this doesn't sound anything like Ye. You know, yeah. Jesus is King like doesn't I said, sound I get anything. it. I get the progression of an artist. All of that I'm on the same page with. To me, My though, only, only issue with the album was just like I just didn't like it. Well, see, I thought because the beginning... See, I'm not one of those guys who's like, oh, fucking Kanye changed, man. I don't like this new version. That's I'm all open-minded see, I to was change. like that... Uh, until I, you know, until I accepted 808 and Heartbreaks. And once I accepted 808 and Heartbreaks, I was a Kanye fan for life. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I embraced the change. And then, you know, you go through a couple Heartbreaks and you're like, damn, Kanye was on Well, even off shit. 808 and Heartbreaks, I remember distinctly being disappointed in one of the tracks off that because he, like, the hype he put behind it. It was a year after the incident with him and Taylor Swift. After he like completely embarrassed her and shit at the award show and like stole the microphone and all that. So a year later, like she wrote her own song about that incident, how she was kind of forgiving him and stuff. And he like came out with some big extravagant opening, like, Taylor, I wrote you a song, like, you're gonna love this. It's a really good song, blah, blah, blah. So he kind of hyped it up, like, oh, Kanye's changing. But then he's like, let's make a toast to the douchebag. That's my let's beautiful make a toast to the asshole. Yeah. 
That's my. It's like what the fuck, twisted. dude? You didn't do any of the things you promised. Like you didn't deliver at all. Well, like fuck Taylor was, Swift, dude. That bitch doesn't deserve. Besides the point. Besides the point. <laughs> just like the message he was putting out, I was like, hey, like I wrote you a song. This is going to be beautiful. And then like, let's make a toast to the douchebags, assholes. I love that song too. It's not a good song. I love it. I think it's a great song. Fuck it. We're done here. We're fucking done here. We can't communicate on this, dude. <laughs> it's not the best song on that album, for sure not, yeah. but I, I do like it. See, that this is song. awesome because I had this pretty duplicate version of this conversation last week with my homie Zach, who is also in your same position. Like, he's a Kanye yeah. fan, Kanye supporter. He's the best. I was a little lighter on him. I don't know him nearly as well. You right. and I have known each other long enough where I can just be like, you're fucking wrong and I'm like not, fight you to this. And, and I know I'm, see, not have that's anything the thing. to worry about. That's the, the thing is, I know I'm right. Whenever you know you're right, you're not insecure <laughs> yeah. about it. You're that's just like, that's what I'm saying. Yep, I know. He's the best artist of all time, living or resting. It's, it's over, you know, especially since Jesus is king. He finally. He finally gave grace to, he gave praise to the one uh, Jehovah Yahweh. And now he's, he's going to heaven for sure now. Now you just sound like a fucking parody, bro. <laughs> now you gotta be trolling. <laughs> no, dude, I'm not. I'm actually, I am so ha- like legit. This is going to sound fucking hilarious, but I'm actually like so happy for Kanye. If you, if you've been a Kanye fan through literally since 808 and Heartbreaks on, he has been a fucking roller coaster of like low of the low. Oh, yeah, yeah. To high. And this is one of his high of the high. Like, I watched a full two hour concert of, uh, of, of this album, uh, of a Sunday service with this album, was the first one since he released the album. And dude, he just looks so happy and fucking so. You know, and all the fucking Sunday service performers are all singing all the songs. And yeah, his yeah. Fucking daughters are j- dancing around and, you know, talking about and watching all these interviews of, of talking about how, like, when you're a kid, you think church sucks so bad because it's like, dude, I'm sitting here for an hour. I'm not relating to any of this stuff. It's just yeah, a bunch just, of old people. If the people. message was, like, delivered in a way that was more receivable and not, like, so generic almost well it's just so this old dude is just telling me you know not even preaching to me like it's don't be monotone, gay like, don't do this yeah yeah more, it's more like just like he's telling you the stories of the bible and it's like what does all, this all mean in relationship to my life yeah and like don't get me wrong everyone's if you get really into it it can be interesting but there's also a time of like dude it's also supposed to be fun it's like yeah you're worshiping, you know, and you're dancing, singing, and all this. That's why, from a young age, I always thought black church looked way more fun. Like I've been, I went to a black church. church my grandma, my mom, Hallelujah, I mean, hey, oh, my dad's mom, going nuts. My dad's mom used to go to one that would like, like, uh, hit you with their thumb and like pop, and and Hallelujah, praise the Lord, you know, like during the sermon, dude, it freaked me out. I was just like, I don't want to be it's here. Fucking overboard. <laughs> yeah. Like that's too fun, yeah. dude. <laughs> it's like let's find a middle ground. You're somewhere. literally playing D and D while reading the Bible, you know? Yeah. Like I, I don't know, but no, this album is amazing, dude. It's and it's, it's just positive all of it's positive yeah see and that's where i initially made a turnaround because like i'm all about fucking positivity and music and i hate music about like pills and overdosing and shit like that so like i kind of started questioning my own opinion on this i'm like why the fuck is my knee-jerk reaction to just hate on this like granted i even with that thought in my head i still just don't necessarily like it but i can't hate on it nearly as hard as i was because Ultimately, he's doing something good. He's putting yeah. good out into the world, and people are receiving it in a good way. So, for me to be a negative voice of opposition, like I'm just fucking up what otherwise would be a good message. Well, and I see a lot of people like saying, like, "Oh, this is just Kanye West like selling out to the Christians." But to me, it's like I don't know. To me, it's like it's a risk still. Like a lot of people act like it's not a risk, but I think it's like. A lot of Christians will still be like, this dude's a fucking hypocrite. Kind of like yeah, how yeah, you yeah. were saying the first, like, you know, I'm a sick fuck. I like a quick fuck. And See, then that's an easy one to go at. Like, and then it's almost goes, a cheap shot on my end because that one's too fucking easy to go for. And then goes right into, you know, and if you're, you know, if you're a Christian hater of Kanye, you would say that. 
But then it's also like the secular, like actual rap fans or whatever, the ones that like the pills and the, you know, raping women and killing children and, you know, beheading. <laughs> whatever st- else these rappers are into. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what you rappers like these days, but I'm assuming it's genocide and murder. Toxic masculinity. You sound like every old white Republican talking about rap music. I know. We need to get these records about murder, genocide, and rape off of the shelves because our children are ingesting them. I did that on purpose. (laughs) But, But, you know, they're all like, well, I can't listen to this Christian mumbo jumbo, you know? So, and to me, it's like, it's it's a risk and I like the risk and I like the positivity and I like, you know, and I am Christian. I like that it actually is on message. You know, it's not yeah, like, yeah. it's not like the bullshit. It's not like him making up his own stuff. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. It's not like him saying that it's a Christian album, but still being all about him and still being all about, you know, like you say, he has a lot of cliches on there. Like Jesus, fill his cup is overflowing because Jesus is filling his cup. Yeah, that's... and and shit like that. Like that shit that like a uh, fucking someone like Kanye West that is super egotistical. He's supposed to be overfilling his own cup. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, well, I don't like know. that's another thing. The track list on that. If you just like scroll through the track list, all the titles, it looked like a South Park parody to me. Faith plus one. It, yeah, like it looked like some shit that was made up. If you just scroll through some of the song titles, I don't remember any of them offhand, but like, just some of them were just so overly, like, hey, by the way, did I mention this was a Christian album? Check the title. Yep, see that song on, title, Christian on, song. On God, God is. Yeah. Water. Uh, I'm trying to think of the other ones. But the, I mean, the title of the album is Jesus is King, you know? So it's like, yeah, it's like definitely, I don't know. I love the title of the album too. In all caps. It's so, it's brilliant. I love it, dude. I love it. <laughs> Agree to disagree, I guess. I guess, I guess. And like dude. I said, I, it's hard for me to hate on it actively. Cause like, despite the fact of me just not necessarily liking how it sounds like, I do like that he's putting out positive in the world and yeah. that's what I'm all about. So like. I'm a fucking hypocrite if I say he can't put out positive. It's like, you can only put out positive stuff if it's positive stuff I approve of. Like, I'm not yeah. a fucking asshole, but yeah, I just thought he could do better. Because like I said, I've heard Kanye West at his best. What, what would and be, I just don't think that's what would it. You be his, what would his best be for you? I don't know, like, some, like his first three albums, there was a lot of stuff like... That, those are my favorite Kanye West. Uh, fuck, what's sure. that song with him and Jay-Z, like... When it comes to being true and things true, true to me. That was like, it had some church elements to it. If Never he dropped an down. entire album, like if Jesus is King was like a bunch of versions of that song, like I would get, cause that was a solid fucking song. And like that song ultimately had a good message. There's like that yeah. kind of poem style rap verse at the end. Like we're all here on a particular path. Yeah, I love You that. don't need a curriculum to song. know that you were part of the math. Jay-Z is That fucking little... song was powerful. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. If it was a bunch song. of those style songs on Jesus is King, I would respect it. But like comparing that song to like any of the songs on Jesus is King just doesn't hold up. Like, do you see that argument at all? Like, just picture that fucking song. Like, how good that song was. Yeah, I, I another song that's like or like peak, Spaceship. Pete Kanye for me is Diamonds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Diamonds is like, but to me, it's like late registration. That's that's top of the mountain. You're never going to get that again. Like you know, nowhere close to that again. Yeah. I I get that. Like as an artist, I realize sometimes you can't capture that same energy, but that's like putting thriller up against fucking anything. Yeah. Michael Jackson put, you know, to me anyways. Yeah. To me, I think that like for me, diamonds is like my favorite Kanye. One of my favorite Kanye West song. I mean, Jesus walks too, but like, like Jesus walks, like I said, even, See, those like first two albums, first three albums, almost any song off of those albums could be put against Jesus as King and they just wouldn't compare in my book. I think I think some would compare, but I, I do agree that there are some songs on those albums that are just like so peak. But I but to me They're just so much better. Like I said, that is what I picture is like him and his prime. And like But I and I would completely agree with that. But I also think you could put any of those like if you never let me down or 
or yeah. diamonds or Jesus walks. If you put any of that against yay, it's every one. That is better than every single song on yay. That's better than yeah, every yeah. single si- song on my uh, on life is Pablo. Uh, that's better than any song on well, Twisted Dark. Whatever. I really like Dark Twisted Fantasy too. It's really that he got really close to Pete Kanye in that album too. But but it's way better than anything on Eight Oh Eight and Heartbreaks. So, but no, those first two. But see, that's also like Britney likes Kanye obviously because I just influenced her to you know I play it all the time. So yeah. eventually she started liking it. She's completely like she likes Jesus and Life of Pablo. I don't. Those are like my two least favorite Kanye albums. See, that's to me interesting because like psychologically, even you have a different relationship with Kanye West than I do, just because you were simply so much younger when he started to pop. Yeah, like I started so, listening. Like, you kind of grew up with him in a certain era versus when I discovered him. So like. Our versions of Kanye West are different in our brain. Yeah. And you saying that, like, you recently exposed her to him, so, like, yeah. she has her own unique take on him. Yeah, she likes the two albums. I don't, like, I like them, but if I'm putting on Kanye West, I'm never playing Yeezus. Yeah. I just don't like that album that much. I mean, it has some cool beats and shit, but it's just, like, that's bottom of the barrel Kanye for me. Like, I... I would put Jesus is King over every song on Yeezus for me personally. That's just me. I haven't heard enough of Yeezus to really argue or agree. And same with Life of Pablo. Like I like like three or four songs from Life of Pablo, but very comparable as far as likability to Jesus is King. Yeah. Jesus is King. So I'm just a mega Kanye fan though. Like I've thought about, we're thinking about naming the baby. Yay. Can we live in a simulation? <laughs> no, you aren't even real, dude. Like, I feel like I'm about to have a fucking heart attack and wake up in some room like, we've been testing you, Chris. I've, I literally told, <laughs> I told Brittany's mom that. I said, you were thinking about naming him Kanye. Like, dead serious. And she's like, no way. So Please don't do that. No, did I tell you our baby names yet? No. So if we, it's a boy, we're going to name it Carson James. Carson is her dad's name, and then James is my grandpa's name. And then if it's a girl, it's going to be Charlotte. Charlotte Jean. Nice. I like Charlotte. Good name. And if I have a daughter, guess what I'm going to call her? I'm going to name her Bonnie. (laughs) That's (laughs) On that note. Yeah, yeah. We we should probably close this out. We're a little over an hour. We should. Fly over state slash inside my mind with CJ Jones, whatever the fucking kids are calling this these days. uh, Next one we'll talk, we'll deep dive into Eminem if you want to. That's a whole other other topic. Yeah. Anyway, guys, be good. Go Browns. We won today, baby.